Hello and welcome. I am the Executive Director and host of Courage to Live Your Dream Radio Show on the Amazing Women of Power Radio Network. If you would prefer to listen to the show on your phone, you can download the app from the Google Play Store and you never have to miss any of your shows on this network again. This show is about helping you. We are here to support you on your destination to your dream. We know how lonely it can be when you undertake a new challenge and the negative self-talk begins. Our guests will be people who have gone on the same journey you are taking and will offer advice, suggestions, tips to help support you and keep you motivated. This morning, I am so excited because I am going to share with you one of my most recent achievements. I have finally done it. I have written and published my first solo book, and it is out there on Amazon.com for purchase now. The book is called Courage to Live Your Dream. Actually, it's Courage to Live My Dream. And yes, I know it's close to the name of the show, but it took courage for me to write this book about a part of my life that was very dark for a while. And so coming out of that and following through on what I wanted to do took a bit of courage that I didn't think I had. I'm so happy that I was wrong and that I was able to do this. Let me tell you a little bit about um, myself, and I'm going to step back in time for a little bit. Uh, I'm doing that. It doesn't really have anything to do with the uh, book that I've written, but I thought you might want to know a little bit about where I came from and what led me to uh, some of the areas that I found myself in. Starting out, I was raised in a uh, and the projects, and of course projects were different then from what they are now. Uh, when a situation arose, you took care of it, and that was the end of it. You didn't have the, what goes on today, the killings and whatnot. But nevertheless, a project is not a great place to be brought up in. And one of the things that I discovered living in the project was that there was a lot of negative self-talk on my part, and I gravitated to that self-talk, that negative self-talk, because of what others said to me. And it was so easy to accept what they said rather than venturing out on my own. Uh, I lots of dreams as a kid. We all do when we're children. We have lots of dreams. And uh, some of them were things that I really did want to do. Others were wishful thinking. But the point of it is, is that I, all I heard most of the time was, you can't do it. You're wasting your time. Uh, you should think of something else. And I'll give you one well, a couple of examples. One was I wanted to model. And yes, at one time, I could have been a model because I was small. 
at any rate, that wasn't a reason why um, people said I couldn't model. They said I was too short, I wasn't pretty enough, and of course, I was black. So the chances for me to be a model were slim and none. It gives you some idea about how long ago that was. The other thing was I wanted to write a book. Oh my gosh, I really wanted to write a book because I fell in love with reading. I read everything I could get my hands on. And I wanted to put my own words in a book. And when people found out, of course, they kind of teased me about it because being a quiet and shy person, I very seldom had much to say to anyone and of course they figure well what could you possibly put in a book and if you could think of something to put in a book it probably wouldn't be interesting enough for anybody to want to read it so I internalize all those negative things as I'm sure most of you have done as well I'm sorry to say that it kind of ruled my life and I shied away from what I really wanted to do but when I became an adult, I'm moving forward quite a few years. When I became an adult, I started meeting some people who saw some potentials in me, and they encouraged me. So I'm happy to say that I did get the model. I not only got the model, but I had my own modeling troupe. And we put on fashion shows for churches and other organizations, and we put on fashion shows at places like McCullen Air Force Base, Mather Air Force Base, the Arm Sacramento Army Depot, and Travis Air Force Base, to name a few. And once we even went out to Beale Air Force Base and, and did a show out there. I was very proud of my girls. Not only did they model, but I got to model as well. And we were, we were pretty darn good, if I do say so myself. So that was one of the dreams that people told me I couldn't do that I got to do. Of course, I, didn't, I wasn't in New York making big-time money, but that's not the point. The point is I achieved that dream. But now I hear another dream the one about writing, and I didn't attempt to do anything about that. And because of the modeling and even the beauty pageants that I did, I forgot to mention that part, I was a director of three different beauty pageants. My girls had, uh, they got to be in the opening day parade at the state fair, and I had a box at the harness races uh, just for us and we were quite well known um, I even had write-ups done about me so I had I had some 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 successes in life and yet and yet the reason I wrote this book is because all of a sudden I wasn't young anymore. I wasn't young and I didn't have a job. And that was the most terrible thing to suddenly realize that 
you're no longer young and people aren't interested in hiring you. Let me share a passage out of this book that I wrote. After weeks of no success at finding a job, another problem popped up. I realized I didn't want to work for another company. I had spent 50 years working for companies with nothing to show for it. I wanted something of my own, but what? My problem, what did I want to do? What could I do? There are so many things I have a genuine interest in, but none I have a real do or die passion for unless it's reading my romance stories. I will never be too old to enjoy my romance stories. I heard a coach say once, I am a jack of all trades and master of several. Now that was my problem. There were many times I would go into the bathroom and cry. I would pray because I didn't know what else to do. I asked God if there was something he had for me to do. Everyone speaks of their God-given purpose, but after weeks of praying, I still had no idea what my purpose was or what I should put my efforts into. I knew God was there and heard my prayers, but like so many people, I was getting impatient. I even became jealous of my husband because things were going well for him, and I resented having to ask him for money. I used to—I was used to having my own money and taking care of my own responsibilities. Now, I needed help, and I didn't know how to humble myself and ask for it. I was so busy feeling sorry for myself, I almost missed the small crack in the door that the Lord had opened for me to begin my journey. That's a passage from the book that I just wrote. I'm very happy uh, to have completed this book. It's a quick read, but I think it says so much and does so much. Uh, you need to, to buy this book. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can get the ebook for $2.99 and the actual physical book if you want something to hold in your hand. You can get that for $10. This is the first book that I've written in which I have my name on the cover and that's important to me. Uh, I have as many of you know, I've written uh, in other books. In fact, the very first short story I wrote, I uh, put it to a contest, and I was fortunate enough that it was picked as one of the winners. And it, along with nine others, were put in an anthology. So my name wasn't on the cover because there were ten of us. And I've been a part of four other books. Same thing, I'm a part of it. Our name is not on the cover. 
But I'm extremely proud of the fact that I am one of the contributing authors in Conversation Behind the Mic. If you haven't bought your per- your copy of this book yet, you need to go ahead and get it. There's about 50 uh, interviewers who have either their um, most important or their what they feel is their best interview uh, written up and put in that book. And I'm so proud that I am one of those uh, interviewers who has her interview included in the book. That makes me an Amazon number one best-selling author because I'm part of that book, and that book is a number one bestseller. So go get your copy. It's on Amazon.com, and again, uh, you can get that as an e-book, and I do believe the actual physical book will be out this month if it hasn't already come out yet, but definitely uh, sometime this month. Getting back to uh, why I wrote this book, I was going through a dark period in my life, and it's probably one of the worst times next to the time when I lost my son. I thought uh, that was bad, and this was almost bad, as bad as that, because Have you ever felt like you were worthless? Uh, Nobody needs you? You don't have anything to offer to society? Well, I went through that time. It was bad for me. Uh, As I shared that little passage uh, from that book, uh, I was feeling pretty raunchy. I didn't know what to do. Uh, It just seemed like everything that I attempted to do was going in the wrong direction. And because of that, I really became jealous of my husband. Don't tell him that, though. But I was because uh, anything that he seen in the church was going great. And those are, some of you may know this already, but my husband is a cancer survivor. And I'm very happy about that because when he found out that he had cancer, uh, the doctors told him that uh, he would be lucky, uh, you know, if he could make a year. They gave him six months, but they said maybe he could make a year. I am happy to say that was 10 years ago because my husband told the doctor that until God himself said his time was up, he didn't accept that he had a year to live. And the proof is in the pudding because he's still here going strong. At any rate, I just wanted to share that with you because, as I said, things were going great for my husband, but it was not going so well for me. And I was starting to feel great despair. Despite the successes that I had had in life, this period in my life was going dark. And I'm sure there are others of you out there who have experienced that, especially those of you who are around my age. It happens to us. All of a sudden, we're not young anymore. We we don't know uh, what to do about ourselves. And we don't know uh, uh, what's next. Uh, we keep trying to think of what can I do, what can I offer, what can I contribute. And society keeps saying, uh, yo, wait a minute, you're 
past your prime. We don't need you. We're looking for someone that we can count on that's going to be there. And so you you begin to feel worthless and like you have nothing uh, to add to life. And that's where I was at. I mean, I was really down there. And as I said in that passage, I almost missed a little bit of crack at the door that was opening up for me to move me back in the other direction. Now, if you want to know what that is, you're going to have to buy my book. Because <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what that is, what that was. I do want to say that I was fortunate because there were some people who showed up in my life who inspired me, encouraged me, and reminded me that while I may be up at my age, I still had much to to offer. So before I go a little further, let me just quickly say to you, this is the Courage to Live Your Dreams radio show, and we are on the Amazing Women of Power radio uh, network. And I hope that you'll come back every Monday and listen to our show as we share uh, new and important information and tips with you. We're on every Monday at 9.30. So come back and tell your friends about it and encourage you to come on board as well. We'd love to have you. Now, before I uh, go any further here, I just want to tell you about uh, one of the people who inspired me. And we became friends. In fact, she became my coach. First time I ever had a coach. I never even thought about coaches. And I guess that's something that had really just took off in the last 15 or 20 years. Uh, so it was new for me when I uh, made contact with this woman. And after we had known one another for several months, she felt I should write a book. I wish I had listened to her because this book would have been published uh, at least three years ago. But I didn't, of course. Because that little bit, despite the fact that I was going back in a, a positive direction, that still was that little nagging voice that said, you can't write a book. And so it was uh, something that I had to put on hold uh, but once I made up my mind that I was going to do it, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, it took, I don't know how many times I wrote that book, 10, 20 times, I don't know. Because every time I'd write it, I would find something that wasn't right or something that needed to be said a different way. Or, it was always some reason why I had to scrap it and start over again. And eventually I just said, you know what? It's, gonna, it's not going to be perfect. That's okay. I'm just going to share my story of what I went through because I know there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. There's somebody that may be going through the same thing, and they don't need me wasting time trying to make this perfect when they need help now. So I've completed the book, I'm happy to say, and it was published. I'm so thrilled about that. It is one of the crowning achievements for me, having that book published. And you may say, I don't think I would be able to 
share my personal feelings for the whole world to read about. And I admit I'm not comfortable with that. I'm still not comfortable with that when I I think about it. Um, but last week I had a young woman. I say young because she's younger than me. Uh, had a young woman on here who also wrote a book about her life experience. And after reading that, I realized that what I went through was nothing compared to what she had gone through. And yet she forced herself to put the experience into words because she knew she could help others. And the best way to help others was to let them know they were not alone. And I am saying to you that you are not alone. Whatever the problem is that you're going through, there's somebody who's already done it and figured out a way to handle it, and they can help you. But until they put it in words, you don't know that. So I'm encouraging you, if you've got a story to tell, please put it out there because you don't know who's waiting to hear what you have to say. Don't think about whether or not it's a big deal or it's really important or relevant to what's going on in the world today. Because, as I said, what I went through was nothing compared to what Ramona went through. Uh, by the way, the young lady that was on last week, her name was Ramona Kelly. And um, she said um, prayer is what you do. Uh, not, I mean, Prayer is who she is, not what she do. And I believe that's the correct title of her book. But if you'd like to know, email me at info at LawanaSpeaks.com, and I'll be happy to make sure that you get the correct title of the book because it is a must-read, just like mine. It is a must-read, okay? <laughs> I have no problem promoting other people's work when I know that it's something that is worth being promoted, and uh, her words are very important to get out there for others to read about, and I believe what I have to say is extremely important as well and needs to be out there for someone. Uh, there's someone who's waiting to hear what both of us have to say. We put it out there, so now you go buy the book and find out how it can help you. You may not have gone through the exact same thing. That's not the point. The point of it is is that we each offer something that may be of help to you. And if it's not the exact thing that you need uh, help with, it may give you some suggestions on what you can do to help yourself. And once you've helped yourself get out of whatever your situation is, don't be ashamed or afraid to help someone else. That's what we're here for, to help one another, okay? At any rate, I am thankful that the book is published, and I pray that it be of some help to to someone out there. Even if it only helps one person, uh, I will be uh, extremely grateful that I was able to do that. And I encourage each of you, if you've got a dream, please don't let negative self-talk. Other people offer, they, they, you know, they, people, when they say things, sometimes they 
they don't mean it to be negative. They're trying to keep you from uh, getting your feelings hurt, maybe falling flat on your face. So they, they make these suggestions about what you should and shouldn't do, and they don't realize that they're stepping on your dreams. Don't let that happen to you. Now, I went years without writing when it was something that I really wanted to do. But in my case, I've decided that then was not the time for me to write. Now is the time when it's needed because there's a generation of people who are my age who think that they don't have what it takes to keep going. And I'm here to say, yes, you do. In fact, I am doing a workshop next month on the 10th of October. So if you're anywhere near Sacramento, Wilton area, you need to come out. It's called the new definition of glamour, recreating life in your own terms. You have got to come out and be a part of this. I am so excited about doing it. Again, if you want information about that, email me at info at lawanaspeaks.com or call me at 916-587-0800. I'd be happy to help you and answer any questions that you may have because you know what? You're important and you can make a difference in somebody's life. Don't hold back on people. The worst thing in the world is the fact that we have graveyards full of people who took with them information that could have helped someone here now. Don't be one of those who leave caring knowledge or that someone here needs right now. Don't hold back. Get your message out there. Let somebody know that you can help them, that you want to help them. And if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for it. You know, I went through this this horrible part of my life because I was embarrassed to ask for help. I was embarrassed to let people know that I needed help, that I wasn't as strong as I had led myself to believe. You know, I've, most of my life, from the time I was a child, I, I had been taking care of people. My mom, my sisters, my, my family. I've always been taking care of someone, and I still do that today. And it was to the point that when I needed help, I didn't know how to ask for it. I didn't know how to let people know that I was in trouble and needed help. I tried to handle it myself, and the more I tried to handle it myself, the deeper in trouble I got. You know, you never know whose life you might affect when you when you are out there helping people. You don't know whose lives you might be affecting just by asking for help. You let someone know that no matter how strong you are, there are times when even you need help, and it's okay to ask for it. They see that you're 
that you don't mind asking for help, that you're not ashamed or afraid to ask for help, then they will ask for help when they need it. There, over the years, I've helped a number of people, and I've seen some of them go on to be quite successful. In fact, there's one young lady, I'm so proud of her because she told me that because of the confidence that I helped instilled in her when she was a young woman coming up, that she is now doing a program over in Jamaica where she's helping uh, kids, uh, illiterate children, and helping them to, to become better readers, educated and whatnot. And she's doing a great job. Makes me feel proud that she that she attributes some of that to me. To know that I played a small part in what she's doing. She probably had it in her all the time. I'm sure she had it in her all the time. But having that little confidence helped her to go ahead and do what she needed to do. There was another young woman who wanted to start working with some immigrant women. And she didn't know what to do about it. She knew they needed help and she wanted to help them, but she didn't know how to bring them together. So she asked my advice. We sat and talked for about an hour and a half. And when she left, she said she was going to give it a try and see what happened. Well, I'm happy to say that when I saw her six months later, she came running up to me and gave me one of the biggest hugs. And she had this beautiful smile on her face, and she was just so happy. And she said, you know, everything that we talked about, I tried, and it worked. I am so happy. I've got 18 ladies that I'm working with and have others who are asking if they could become a part of my group. I feel so good when she told me that. In fact, I felt so good, I forgot to ask her for a testimony. <laughs> but the point of it is, you don't know whose life you may be affecting um, when you share yourself. And when you share yourself, you, sh you help yourself as well. <laughs> you help yourself. You may not realize it at the time. But you helped yourself as well. I am happy for those two young ladies and others who have come to me and, and shared that they were able to do the things that they wanted because of some little tidbit or suggestion that I made to them. You don't have to be a genius to help someone. Sometimes the smallest bit of information you give is all that a person needs. So don't be afraid to do that. Go after your dream, share yourself, be willing to help others, and whatever you do, don't tear people down. Don't destroy their dreams because you never know that person might be the one that you have to turn to one day. Well, the show is coming to an end, and I just want to remind you all to tune in next week. 9.30 for the Courage to Live Your Dream radio show and on the Amazing Women of Power Network. I'm so glad that you are a part of our uh, audience and I hope that you'll in, invite and encourage your friends to also become a part of the audience. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about the show, what you think needs improving, and what uh, you would like to hear about because otherwise... I will talk about the things that I want to speak on, and I'm sure you must have something you would 
rather here instead. Anyway, you can always reach me by emailing me at uh, info at LawanaSpeaks.com or calling me at 916-587-0800. And uh, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. I'd like to know your thoughts, and we will implement all those that we can. Uh, it was great being here today, sharing my news about my book. Again, Courage to Live My Dream. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can get the ebook for $2.99 or the actual physical book for $10. And I hope that you'll, you'll go there and purchase the book. And let me know what you think of it. And if anything in there can help you, please let me know. I'm always happy to help people. That's what I do. I share knowledge, and I teach those things that I know to others. I'm always willing to do that, so feel free to give me a call or email me. And remember, new directions, new attitude, a new you. Take care. Until next time, remember, you do make a difference. Bye.